Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. Hey, today we're talking about how to create content during an event and how to sell out your next event with that content. So you're at your event, you're at your retreat, and you want to take advantage of the opportunity to use your event as a marketing catalyst for future events. If you are going to your event and thinking, I'm just gonna serve, I'm gonna create content and value, that's awesome. I am such a big advocate on doing that. But you can also definitely start to fill up your next event if you are thinking of that. So I'm gonna give you six tips and also a bonus tip, my golden nugget bonus tip, on how to create content and market your event so that people who have missed out or people that didn't buy a ticket can really benefit from seeing the excitement and seeing what happened at your current or upcoming event. Number one is to create a contest. So make it a good one. (laughs) And I say this because I was recently at an event and the prize was a picture on stage with the hosts. People love incentives and they love cash, cold, hard cash courses, free tickets, something that really means that they're going to show up for this contest. Because if I was presented an opportunity to take a picture with you on stage, I probably wouldn't enter. Put yourself in their shoes. Would you enter that kind of contest? Probably not. So entry in the contest could involve attendees following your social media accounts or people that have not attended, joining your email list, maybe RSVPing to the next event to receive reminders, or just adding their names into a draw. Whatever the contest is, definitely make it a good one. I would definitely say people would love cold hard cash or free admission and airfare to your next event or maybe it's a 12 month course that they've been dying to get into. I would suggest creating the contest specifically for the people at the event particularly. And then also here's another golden nugget. If you are marketing your event leading up to your actual event, you can do a contest for everybody, not just your attendees. Right now with one of my clients, we are doing a two-week event where you can win airfare, tickets, course, you can win accommodations. Price pack is worth over $7,000. That is a great contest. 
So remember, people on stage taking pictures, probably not a great idea, but if you wanna get some really good engagement and for people sharing it on their social media and you tapping into their communities and their networks, really have a great idea. So I would love to hear from you. Have you created a contest at your event or retreat before? And if so, what was the outcome? Did people join in? How many people didn't join in? Let's hear some feedback. So if you go over to Instagram, DM me in Event Street by Alicia, I respond personally to all of my DMs. So number two, hashtag it. Yeah, come up with a catchy, memorable hashtag for the event. Make sure it's visible. Include it, program, signage, slideshows, anywhere your attendees can see it. Even announcing it just once probably won't be a great idea. You need to repeat yourself because being at an event is very sometimes overwhelming for people, especially if they're introverts and they've come all this way. I know when I attend an event, I read the room a lot. I'm at the registration table and there's so much going on. So if someone says to me, oh, hashtag it, I probably wouldn't because I've got so many other things on my mind. But again, you can also integrate this into a contest. You can come up with a contest that the most hashtags from a person wins a contest. So you can see how it can integrate into number one very easily. But the more that your attendees use a hashtag and especially on Instagram, obviously, because they're searchable, but on Facebook too and LinkedIn, the more awareness it will get and the more that it'll become trending. And again, if all of your friends are attending and you're at home seeing these hashtags, you're gonna wish that you would have attended that event. Number three, record live snippets during every session. So you can live stream some video teasers about your event on Facebook, Instagram stories, live tweet if you still use Twitter, updates with photos, quotes, recaps of sessions. The more that you are present at your event, Um, And that kind of leads me into my next point, the more that people will say, hey, I am missing out, FOMO, right? If you're missing out. So recording live snippets and having something during every session is a great way to increase that marketing and creating content. But like I said, this kind of goes into my point four is to hiring to just do social media at your event. So, so important. You can't do it all, right? Focus on running the event, leave the social media work to a professional. There's a lot of great places to find freelancers that manage social media, even on a one-time basis. If you know someone from your team, you have a friend or a super fan, maybe you can let them do your social media. More than one time on site, my team has handled social media for a client because again, it's very hard to manage being on stage, having your attendees ask you questions. Remember, provide them with a style guide or examples of your content beforehand so they can understand your brand and the way you post. They can be in charge of live streaming and tweeting, like I mentioned, responding to questions, capturing leads on social media, responding on comments and photos. They can literally turn social media followers into your next event attendees by engaging with them and personally inviting them. So if you are pre-selling your tickets at this event and you open up to the public right away, or maybe you want that close, 
you want to make sure that those people that have said, wow, I wish I would have been there, have the opportunity to act now. Because the more you wait, the more excuses that happen. When that emotion and that freshness is fresh, (laughs) really, it really will captivate and bring in more people to your event. Number five is to incentivize people to buy a ticket. Nothing motivates people like fear of missing out. Show your audience member who stayed at home what they're missing. Maybe you wanna promote a limited time offer to everyone on your email list who didn't register for the current event. You can use photos, you can use videos, pictures. An example offer could be a discount that is only valid if they commit to going to the event within 72 hours of the current event. And that is a very good way to act fast. If you leave that open for weeks and weeks, and if you haven't caught my how to sell out your event with an early bird, you'll notice that I don't like leaving my cart open for more than a specific amount of time, especially because then people will just wait. So pick a time frame. three days is perfect, that you can get those people to commit going to your next event. Now, number six, is pictures and experiences sell. I always say this to my clients, my event planners that I train to have a six-figure business that no matter what you think, right? People are busy, I get it. You're on social media, you mindlessly scroll sometimes. I think we all do that sometimes unintentionally. And I see the things that are happening with some people on my list. I say, oh wow, they're in Mexico or, hey, I see that she's speaking in Iceland and I just mindlessly scroll. I don't think I'm paying attention, but I actually am paying attention. And I may have forgotten two minutes later. Let's pretend you see that person in real life and that will instantly trigger that last post that they posted. Oh, I saw that you were in Iceland. And she's like, yeah, but you didn't comment. You didn't like, you didn't respond. We didn't interact about that, but now you're mentioning it. I don't know how many times that's happened to me. Multiple, multiple, multiple times. I will be on site somewhere and someone will say, oh, Alicia, and we'll have this conversation and she's like, oh, I saw that you went to so-and-so, but online you didn't comment, (laughs) you didn't like it. We haven't spoken like really in over a year, but yet you've seen every single thing that I've done. So, and I remember listening to this coach that said people don't care what you're doing. That's true, I think that has a slight truth to it. However, in my experience, a lot of the people that I'm friends with or friends with me or follow me on Instagram, they know exactly what I'm doing and they notice it even if they don't like it. Again, that brings me to my point six, pictures and experiences sell. So if you have photos of your retreat in Bali with beautiful place settings and people at the pool gathering and you showing that you are leading this amazing retreat with incredible content and speakers and guest experts, gift bags, beautiful cuisine, florals, all the things, that will sell. People will say, wow, I want to be there. I would love to experience this with you. And that, my friends, has always sold because again, people mentioned, wow, I saw that you were in Morocco. I've seen that you were in Iceland or Fiji with your clients. 
I'd love to come with you and because I see that you produce great events. And this will help grow your credibility as well as selling your events and retreats. So I would love to recap what I mentioned to you today. And if this resonates with you, if you have done any of this to create content and to market your next event, number one, create a contest, make it a good one. Number two, hashtag it. Number three, record live snippets during every session. Number four, hire someone to just do social media at your event. So you are blowing up your feed and your stories with everything behind the scenes. Number five, incentivize people who aren't there to buy a ticket. Number six, pictures and experiences sell. Again, how many times have I heard on stories, even if I'm looking at somebody else's feed and I see an event that I was thinking of going to or wish that I was there and I see behind the scenes footage and I see people that are friends with me and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know she was going to that event until I see the behind the scenes. Again, that kind of springs like, oh, I wish I was there, maybe next time. Or yes, I'm definitely going next time and that will help me to decide whether that's good for me or not. Here's your bonus tip, live stream the entire event. That is a perfect way to capture audiences. Well, obviously didn't go to your event because of time constraints, affordability, or whatever it is that happened in their lives. But live streaming the entire event can capture people that you wouldn't have necessarily done so. The way I suggested, the very simple way is to, number one, you have to launch that live stream during the perfect time. So launching it too early, tickets being sold online is going to deter people from buying your actual tickets. So what is the best time to launch your live stream tickets? My experience is to launch it minimum four or five days before the event. More than that, statistics show that people still are buying tickets a week before the event. Especially if it's a local event, People are still buying the night before. I don't know how many times I've said, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait very last minute <laughs> to buy a ticket, which will, yes, infuriate event producers all over the world. But sometimes it just so happens that I have time in my schedule. And if you are in a winter zone like myself, and like today, there's a huge snowstorm in Canada. And if I, would have bought my ticket early, I probably would have backed out because I don't want to be driving in a foot of snow with a layer of ice underneath. I just don't. So I sometimes, yes, do buy tickets the night before. If it's an international travel, for sure, I'll buy tickets a little bit earlier in advance. But live streaming it and selling those tickets and putting them on sale about four to five days before the event happens is the perfect time frame. Some clients, I also recommend doing it three to four days, so a little bit of a crunchier time frame because it is a simple purchase. It's not like those people have to go out and purchase a ticket, go get transportation, file childcare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They just have to get that ticket, buy it online, and if it's a simple price like $60, $80, even $100, $200, that is a no-brainer. That live stream will help, again, A, get your credibility, B, trustworthiness, get those audiences that wouldn't have necessarily bought, obviously they didn't, and also you will have more income as well. So 
kind of like, it's like a golden nugget and a golden nugget because I've given you some pointers on how to live stream your process in your event. The simplest way is, and so you may ask me, well, how do I live stream my event? Well, you can actually just sell the ticket virtually and funnel them into a Facebook group and then have a iPhone on a tripod and push record. You probably will want to designate a person to make sure that those pauses and those people that are standing up going to the bathroom, you want it in a really great place so that captures your entire event without interruption or disruption. So live streaming the event is a really great way to add that income and to create more content and more awareness with your event. That could be a whole separate topic and how to strategize and market that. But I hope next time you are creating content and you're marketing your event that you remember these six amazing tips that you can really use to sell out your next event, gain more awareness, and to create more experiences for your audiences. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the events.